What's up, everybody? Welcome back inside the Letterman Lounge. Actually, outside yeah. the Horseshoe. But they let us call the Horseshoe the Letterman Lounge for the day. Uh, maybe it's a rental, maybe it's not. It's very nice. Yeah, it is nice of them, whatever you want to call it. It's a hot, sunny day. We both got the shades on, both got the bird dogs on. We'll talk about those a little later. That's Matt Parker right beside me. I'm Spencer Holbrook. Decided to do things in person as the season gets closer. Ohio State 51 days away from kickoff against Indiana over there in Bloomington. For now, of course, we're talking Ohio State recruiting with Matt, the recruiting expert ace, whatever you want to call him, guru at lettermanroad.com. Go subscribe to all his work at lettermanroad.com as well as team stuff. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Good. I uh, I don't think some folks would refer to me as a recruiting expert, but uh, that's okay. You know, that's okay. The fine folks at Sooner Scoop had some good things to say about us. Uh, we'll get into that as we <laughs> dive into this show. Uh, maybe beef between us and o Oklahoma fans? Who's to say? Who's to say? Uh, we already talked. Uh, we've already beefed with Michigan fans. We might as well get into the SEC. Yeah. Uh, you know, as they go into the SEC, probably getting ready for some eight and fours in their future, but. Summer saying. We'll keep the beef going if they want us to. I, I don't I don't really mind. It's all uh, fun. Oklahoma versus Ohio State seemed to be the topic of conversation Thursday morning as the recruitment of three-star defensive tackle from IMG Academy, Jaden Jackson, began to trend away from Ohio State, away from Texas, away from Florida as fl the Gators landed another defensive lineman yes, or Wednesday. Uh, Texas just kind of there but not really there. Ohio State looked to have a lot of momentum. You wake up Thursday morning and, and boom. Uh, it looks all sooner red, uh, so uh, yeah. I guess they call it crimson. Oklahoma, I, I've already made them mad. It's red. Uh, Matt, Jaden Jackson's recruitment has taken a few different twists and turns, despite the fact that he is one of the quietest kids that you'll find. Uh, the latest on his recruitment, I'll just hand the mic over to you. Yeah, this was uh, one of those things where I woke up Thursday morning. Uh, I went to bed Wednesday night, and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, feel okay. About 50-50. 50-50, yeah, you feel okay about it. And and then you wake up Thursday morning to a few text messages, maybe a phone call here and there from some from some sources early Thursday morning. And by early, I mean like getting texts at 5.30, 6 o'clock saying, hey, um, we don't we don't feel so good about this anymore. This is, this is going this direction, and that direction is down to Norman, Oklahoma. Um, I think really the important thing to look at this is uh, anytime you're in contention for someone that you think is going to make your team better, your program better, it's called a loss. But for Ohio State, um, this, was, this was an addition. This yeah. would have been an addition to five-star Chicago, Illinois, St. Ignatius defensive tackle Justin Scott, the number two overall defensive lineman uh, in the country by on three. Um, and, and, and with with Justin Scott, uh, that's 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 a great place to start, and anything after him would have been gravy. You yeah. look at the defensive tackle position, uh, what it potentially could be uh, at the 2024 season, and you have Hero Canoe. Uh, how things shape out with Tyleek Williams this fall could could be interesting. Uh, you have Will Smith Jr., who probably will go to the inside, depending on how this. Uh, defensive end recruiting for 24 goes. You have Jason Moore, who most likely will definitely be 
Most likely, definitely. Yeah, already up to 295 pounds, according to uh, Larry Johnson. That's that's a big boy. And and then Caden McDonald, who is put him in a zero as a as a nose tackle for mm-hmm. crying out loud, if yeah. they want to do that. So the depth is going to be there, and not to mention the uh, the addition of Taiwan Malone. I was about to cut you off and say that. Yeah, yeah. he's. I don't I don't think he's a one and done at Ohio State no. kind of guy either. So so the the depth is there, and it it certainly helps having someone like Justin Scott in the class for sure. Yeah. Um, you would have liked to have gotten Jaden Jackson just to have more depth to it. But uh, the way things are sitting right now, Justin Scott might be that, that only defensive tackle that Ohio State, Jim Knowles, Larry Johnson, and Ryan Day get. Well, and that's as of right now as the picture starts to shape itself out. But also, this is Larry Johnson we're talking about. We're not going to discount anybody. And, you know, maybe there's a couple guys uh, here and there from from the southeast or from different areas of the country that are already committed and locked into pretty good spots. But, you know, I I think about a guy who's visited Ohio State a few times, like a Nigel Smith from Texas, uh, from Melissa, Texas, who is a really good player. And I've seen him a couple times. I think you've seen him in person. He's a really solid player, uh, has a good build. You could see him. You know, you said before we started recording, I think that's a September decision. Yeah. There's still time for Ohio State to creep in there. You talk about, you know, different guys around the country who are still committed elsewhere that Ohio State's not going to just give up on, Jaden Jackson likely included. Um, and so I don't think this is time for Ohio State to hit the panic button. But when, you, like you said, you look around the country at, at different guys that you're, you could potentially target, there are names that Larry Johnson has in mind that we don't. There are names right, that Larry Johnson right. has in mind that other sites covering Ohio State don't have in mind. I mean, this is... It's Larry Johnson. He's so he, he's so guarded with his board, right? Yeah. So, uh, covering you know Ohio State recruiting, it's you get a feel. You get a feel for the direction that th- these position coaches are going, and it starts to make sense. And it's putting the puzzle piece together. But it, you're missing all of the defensive line pieces and, yeah. and how they fit and everything like that, especially with the interior. I will say it is just a hair easier with those edge guys because Ohio State is going for the top of the top, and we're not going to get into the to the edge discussion right now. Yeah. But uh, talking about names, yeah, you mentioned Nigel Smith out of Melissa, Texas. That's going to be a uh, Texas battle. He has an official visit to Texas in September. And then Oklahoma is also in that race. Texas A&M is in that race. Penn State is in that race. So there are a few programs that Ohio State is going up against. A guy that I think we're going to have to pay attention to as this thing goes along is Charles Collins. Uh, he is a defensive lineman committed to Arkansas from the uh, Mississippi area, I believe. Mississippi, Arkansas. I'm going to have to check the... Uh, he's from Arkansas. Charleston Collins is. Yeah. And he's he's been committed to the Razorbacks since April. But, you know, that that's a guy that Ohio State's kind of pretty high on, according to a couple of folks we've talked to. Uh, just a name to keep in mind. Uh, another, another guy who has a decision coming up, I, and I'm not sure... I don't really see this one going the Buckeyes' way just because of how things have been from June to July. But uh, DeAndre Robinson, that's another guy, took an unofficial visit uh, in June. Is supposed to take an official visit for the Penn State game uh, in October. We'll see if that happens. But uh, there, there are a few names at the defensive tackle position to really be mindful of. But again, you have arguably the best defensive tackle in the class and you'll have depth uh coming back for 2024 so it's how much of a need does it become yeah well and i think it all depends on september and october for larry johnson's unit on the field out here because if my call gets off to a hot start and looks really good he's gone i mean that's just the way it is ty hamilton probably off to the nfl if tyleek williams is is done playing college football he's going to be gone you lose your top three then you're you're returning 
maybe two contributors. We're not really sure yet in Taiwan Malone and Hero Canoe, but we don't know if those guys are truly going to contribute this year. I, I don't see a, a clear path right now for playing time for Caden McDonald, for Will Smith Jr., maybe Jason Moore, because he's just a different type of he, player. He's a freak. Yeah. He's, he's just a freak. Yeah. And so Respectful. there are some guys that you could see maybe pushing for playing time this year, but that top three is going to be hard to crack. And so I think they'd still be better served to have maybe a hybrid defensive end tackle guy. You don't really know where he's slotted in because he'd be a luxury at the tackle spot. But if he's an end, then, oh, well, he's an end. So I, it, there's just a couple different paths they can take here. But for Larry Johnson, there's some assurances. You can always fall back on, on five-star Justin Scott, and that's a good place to be. And uh, you mentioned that positional versatility. You have a guy that – you know, can play at the end, but they could bump him inside, maybe somewhere in like a three-tech, something like that. And uh, that kind of is, is shades of the Edric Houston recruitment, the yep. five-star defensive lineman that would be for Georgia. Super high on Ohio State. Ohio State is super high on him. He's more of your, you know, hand in the third defensive end. But you look at his size, you know, six, six, five, six, four, somewhere in there. But his weight at about, I think right now he's... 270, 280, somewhere in that range. It's a, it's kind of shades of Jason Moore, just a little, a little bit shorter. So that's someone that you could see if he decides to commit to Ohio State on August 22nd. It's his commitment date and his 18th birthday. For those that don't know, um, that positional versatility that we are seeing a lot actually throughout this defensive class that Ohio State is trying to piece together. There's a lot of a lot of that that they are trying to find out there on the trail. Yeah, Buckeyes just looking for a good fit there uh, at the defensive tackle position. Matt, you know what else is coined looking for a good fit when you go to buy a new pair of shorts? Uh, these shorts right here, those shorts right there, both bird dog shorts. They are made just like Lululemon, only better, more comfortable. Uh, the stretchy fabric gives me a chance to. Uh, really show off these nice thighs uh, as well as you know I can do my high knees in these I can I can be creative in them I can really create my own uh, lane when I'm oh, wearing yeah. these bird dog shorts people uh, move out of the way they certainly do and, I don't know admiration I don't, I don't know if it's an admiration but of the, the shorts for sure the bird dog shorts are flexible they're comfortable they're stylish uh, I wear these to the gym this is the only time I've ever worn gym shorts to cover Ohio State uh, and it's with good reason because bird dogs right now is giving away a free Yeti tumbler with every purchase when you use the code LR at checkout that's birddogs.com slash LR at checkout or just use the promo code LR at checkout you get a free Yeti style tumbler with every purchase those are the khaki shorts, Matt. Um, they look phenomenal. Uh, these are the gym shorts. They work out phenomenal. There's a built-in liner in them. Uh, I don't even have to wear underwear, which may be a little too personal. Maybe not. Who's it to say? Uh, but also, they don't stink. I think that's my favorite part of these things. They don't stink. They have a anti-stink uh, <laughs> fabric to them. They're nice and stretchy, but also, it's hot. My back is sweating. Yeah. I don't feel it, no. and I'm not going to smell uh, in these shorts yeah. because of the way that they wick the moisture, yeah, as have, they would say. I have a tea time on Saturday, and uh, we have a tea time on Saturday, and these, this is going to get me through. I'm going to shoot my best round. We'll see. Go to birddogs.com slash LR. Get a free Yeti tumbler with any purchase. Shorts, pants, the polos, they're all there. Birddogs.com slash LR, or just use the promo code LR at checkout to get a free Yeti-style tumbler brought to you by birddogs, uh, birddogs.com slash LR. Back to the fit, uh, speaking of fit, yes. uh, defensive yes. line. Matt, like we said, we're not going to get into edge, but I think it's worth talking about that Edrick Houston is a potential slide down to the defensive tackle spot. 
And do you want to do that knowing the talent that's there? You don't know. Would you rather keep him on the outside? You don't know. The bottom line is he's not even committed to Ohio State. Oh, yeah, and people are speaking like he is. And it's a five-star defensive lineman an hour away from Georgia. So, like, even though it's kind of shaping up to be in Ohio State-Alabama race, uh, he's in SEC country. I know that whatever's in the water at Buford's a little bit different uh, as it relates to Georgia Bulldogs, but, but still. Um, and I also think that sliding him down, that's all dependent on, on how it goes on the outside. Last yeah. week, we saw Marquise Lightfoot. Um, I'm not going to say a, a, a stunner. But a little bit of a surprise. A, a little bit. He uh, was trending to Ohio State and then committed to Miami. And that's a recruitment that Ohio State is not going to stop at any point in time, uh, given that he's from Chicago. The Kenwood Academy coaching staff uh, loves Larry Johnson and, and what he has done at Ohio State and throughout his entire career, as a matter of fact. That's a, that's a, a, a recruitment that you are not going to see slow down. And then, of course, there's the five-star edge, uh, Dylan Stewart, outside of Washington, D.C., at Friendship Collegiate Academy, who is the top-of-the-board guy for Ohio yeah. State. So there's a lot of moving pieces to this that will determine the move for Edric Houston should he commit to Ohio State. It's like speaking in hypotheticals on how things are going to work, and you need well, things to happen. Well, but it's time that we start talking about a potential commitment because he's from Buford. Buford, statistically, historically, traditionally, does not take these recruitments into its season. It just doesn't happen, and it's not going to happen. And I think Edric Houston's going to have a, a decision made sooner rather than later. What that means sooner rather than later means closer to now than to the December signing period. Absolutely. That doesn't necessarily mean he's going to commit in the next two weeks. Yeah. And so I think that's something to bear in mind as you see, you know, KJ Bolden begin to get into decision-making process. He's got his decision up August 5th, which is – I don't want to derail from the defensive line talk, but it's safeties week, Matt, at LettermanRow.com, and yes. that decision is only two and a half weeks away. It's just such a huge moment for whatever program lands him. It almost reminds me of Caleb Downs' recruitment because we see him creeping up into that starting lineup at Alabama already. I think he would have done the exact same thing over in the Woody Hayes if he would have picked Ohio State. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of a program alterer as far as, you know, how the, the rest of the recruiting cycle goes for whoever lands K.J. Bolden. And the fact that that decision is only a couple short weeks away now uh, really makes you start to, to buckle down and see what's going to happen in this thing. Yeah, Ohio State, I mean, how many times in the last going on a year plus now have we heard from this defensive staff this is a safety-driven defense. Yeah. And if that's how you are going to market your defense, if that is how you are going to brand your defense to college football, on the recruiting trail, then it is paramount that you get the number one safety, that people rate the number one safety, number two, number three, these top level guys that can go to a college program, day one, make an impact, yeah. or at least have the potential to make an impact. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State put all of its eggs in one basket last year with Caleb Downs, the five star, out of Mill Creek, just outside of Atlanta, Georgia, who ultimately, committed to Alabama, signed with Alabama, and now he's more likely than not going to start uh, as a true freshman for Nick Saban, which well, let's is not, absurd. Let's not forget that two years ago they put all their eggs in a basket for Xavier Wampa, and he ended up staying home and choosing Iowa. Yeah. This is the third straight cycle under two different safeties coaches where the Buckeyes are going, okay, we see the number one guy in the country. Let's go all in. You're 0 for 2. Are you going to strike out, or are you going to finally – 
hit a home run here on the 0-2 pitch. That's Perry Eliano's job now. Luckily for him, he's been served a curveball that's that's hanging in there because his cousin <laughs> happens to be the five-star safety that from Georgia about, right? that we're already talking about. So yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, I just no, no. think that it's super interesting that you've swung and missed on the number one safety in the last two years. Don't miss a third time because you really need to land him. To And it's not that the make-or-break thing is a great point. It's not because the defensive class will be viewed as lesser if you don't get K.J. Bolden. It's the fact that your defense of the future's ceiling is raised with a guy like K.J. Bolden over anybody else because he's simply better as a prospect than everyone else. Absolutely. And let's put in a, a, a quick pause in here to just say that this is in no way, shape, or form to say that the safeties that Ohio State has taken, have taken, uh, missing out on these number one guys are not going to have – they have the potential to do great things at Ohio State. They do. We saw a guy, Malik Hartford, this past spring. How many times did we hear his name come up, right? Yeah. Um, You're seeing uh, Kai Stokes' name come up more and more. Absolutely. And uh, you look into this 2024 class, they have four-star uh, safety Jalen McClain out of New Jersey. Something about those New Jersey Buckeyes, right? Yeah. It's, right now, I, they're just hot on the trail for, in New Jersey. Uh, plucking another great defensive talent out of Rutgers' backyard. Jalen McClain is, he's a great safety. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the best safeties in the country. And uh, it's just all, it's just about getting that guy, you know, yeah. like the guy. And then you go from there and Ohio State can take that defense back to, quite honestly, what it should be. Yeah. Everyone knows how great this, this Ohio State offense is. And you that's reflected on the recruiting trail. Ohio State has three guys in the top 12 uh, in its recruiting class um, yeah. that are offensive players. And then you, you look at this, the staunch difference in, in, in defensive players, and it's just building that. And it all starts in there. Yeah. Well, and we saw that Caleb Downs was here for the Ohio State-Michigan game and watched not poor, but porous safety play. Uh, you have to think that that swayed his decision a little bit. Uh, I, I just think that this decision for K.J. Bolden is a huge one for the program. The other one, really quickly, is we're only two weeks away from the decision of Aaron Scott. Uh, you know, July 30th, you, you really don't have a lean right now. It looks Ohio State. It looks Michigan. Uh, he's wearing the Michigan cleats a couple days ago. Yeah, let's, but let's, let's, let's hit a, a button right there. He, he's wearing the Michigan cleats, but they also match the colors of, All right, continue, continue. of the school that he currently attends, that he's attended for high school, Springfield. Uh, they say go blue on the back, but it's the same blue that Springfield wears. You don't really know how to feel about that. You also know that kids are kids, and they show up all the time wearing certain gloves that they get handed on a recruiting visit or find in the athletic buildings. Like, yes, I wouldn't read anything more into it. I would read into the fact that he makes his decision on July 30th on his dad's birthday, a couple days after both Ohio State and Michigan are hosting July events. It could yeah. go either way right now. I still side on, I still go on the Ohio State side, but tomorrow I may wake up and feel differently. Yeah, I mean, that's how I mean, Jaden Jackson woke up and felt differently, right? Uh, to, the, to the notion of the whole, you know, Michigan cleats and gloves and everything like that, uh, our good friend uh, Jeremy Birmingham, you know, made the comment of perhaps that's just like a team rule, you know? Maybe you don't want to look silly. You know, you want to wear everything that matches. Could have been. Anyway, I'm done talking about uniforms already, unless it's Oregon uniforms. But uh, 
going to the conversation at hand and what really matters here is yes decision date for the number one overall prospect in the state of ohio is coming up and quickly right now as we're standing here outside of ohio stadium i think in 2024 aaron scott jr is going to be playing eight games in there not just one no not just one i i think it'll be i think it'll be eight games uh look you know speaking with sources about his official visit ohio state got the last official visit which Sometimes that matters, sometimes that doesn't. In this recruitment, it absolutely mattered because he was at Michigan the week before and everything and anything, any kind of negative recruiting that may have happened, Ohio State had the opportunity to sit him down and say, look, this is what we're about. This is how you will succeed. This is our plan for you. Um, and, And talking with some sources, I mean, Aaron is, this is, I talked to him last week this is he still has not yet made a decision yeah. which goes to show how 50 50 he really is between those two programs yeah so well, it, it, july 30th will certainly be an interesting time but i just i i just think it's going to go ohio state's way yeah it's interesting especially because ohio state got to refute the idea that it's bad if you don't play right away um, ohio state and the development uh they really preach that uh according to some people that you talked to to aaron scott that that not starting immediately, not getting playing time immediately, it's not necessarily a bad thing. And I think that resonated a little bit. Um, we'll see. Eight games or one game in this building uh, in 2024. He'll uh, be bo- there. Booed or cheered, he'll be in there. He'll That's, be there. You know, in 2024, uh, he'll be making a decision July 30th. We're just recording a podcast on July 13th. 13th. That's the way we do things. Yeah. Use the promo code LR at checkout at birddogs.com for a free Yeti-style tumbler. That's birddogs.com slash LR easy for me to say or just use the promo code LR at checkout uh, Matt Parker wearing the bird dog shorts breaking it all down on the recruiting trail for Ohio State and for Letterman Row. Spencer Holbrook wearing the bird dog shorts on the team side just hosting this fine little show having some fun out in, out in front of Ohio Stadium we'll be covering the Buckeyes 365 days a year at lettermanrow.com and in the Letterman Lounge message board come join us some crazy good deals there uh, on three dot com slash something to get to the <laughs> Ohio State join uh, join yeah. The community. We're, we're growing pretty quickly, growing like a weed, as, as the old folks would say. Um, for Matt Parker, I'm Spencer Holbrook. That's the Horseshoe, a.k.a. the Letterman Lounge today. Thanks for, thanks for uh, hosting us, Horseshoe. We will see you back here at some point in July, probably next week, as we break everything down on the recruiting trail for Ohio State. We'll see you then.